Good morning, and welcome to another lovely episode of Coffee with a Kick. I am, of course, Xander. That is, of course, Keegan. And what a lovely day to be alive. Whoa, what? I don't know where that came from. (laughs) But here we are uh, at the end of Match Week 10 with with not not a lot changing. You know, there's some movement down at the bottom of the table, but top is still pretty much where we were going into it. Doesn't mean that there weren't some good matches, some nice results. But uh, but before we get into that, why don't you go ahead and go ahead and give us a like and subscribe down there in the YouTubular channel. And, you know, I we got a comment on, on one of our recent episodes asking why we're still on that garbage heap that is X. And I'm like, boy, that's... I don't know why that shade going on for X. We're still on there. You could follow us on there. I'm. A, I don't feel like I need to leave. Uh, it's. I mean, only 550 million of our closest friends are also on X. Yeah, so. and, and you know those tw- those dwindling user numbers are all bots, is what I've heard from the the uh, Elon stands. So he's just fixing the bot problem. That's it. Um, Anyway, we're still there. You can give us a follow there. You know what? I'm going to make this guy really mad. Why don't you go ahead and uh, give us a like on Facebook? Why don't you? Huh? With all those pending lawsuits against Meta, I'm sure that they'll be doing great for a long time to come. Uh, Anyway, we'll get off of that and back into the matter at hand, which is, of course, our glorious EPL Week 10 action. Starting off with that Friday match between Crystal Palace and Tottenham Hotspur. Uh, the long and short of it is we both got it right because Tottenham did win. Yeah, this one was a better game than I expected. I'll be honest. Mm-hmm. It, it wasn't as free-flowing as I thought Tottenham would be. I thought Crystal Palace played pretty well defensively. I would correct that because the first half was not very fun to watch. It was 70, what was it? 72% possession by Tottenham. However, no shots. Like, <laughs> we've been talking about pointless possession. That's tough. Uh, things did liven up there in the second half for both sides. And really, really, you feel like uh, Crystal could have come out of here with a point pretty easily. Like they had some good chances there that they just didn't convert. Yeah, Crystal Palace, three shots on target to Tottenham's one. And even though they didn't have a lot of possession, it was a pretty classic Crystal Palace versus a big boy game. Mm-hmm. But either way, supposedly no other manager in the history of the Premier League has amassed 26 points in the first 30 games, first 30 points, other than the Tottenham new managers. So... He he's now a record breaker. Good old so Tottenham, good old Pasta Coglu. That's Ainge. his name. Ainge. I'm I'm sure it's not Unga. It's Ainge. Oh, I'm sure it is. I'm sure it is. <laughs> it's definitely it's not Unga. Ainge. It's definitely Ainge Pasti Coglu. Uh, official name on the pod. Ainge Posti Coglu. We just call him Mister Posty. Mister Posty. That's I don't want to call him that because it sounds. Terribly close to something I would not want to see him in. Um, and I'll let your minds run wild with what I'm talking about. I'm sure you're not right. Get your minds out of the gutter. Uh, anyway, we both got that one right because 
uh, Tottenham did win, although they didn't look they didn't they didn't look unbeatable in this for sure. Like, kind of like the story of the season so far. There's no out and out number one team so far this season. City's not playing up to what they were last season. Tottenham looks good. I mean, they're a very good side, but they're not far and away the best team. And Arsenal, as everyone expected, is is doing quite well as well. Um, but we'll get over to a side that people had hopes for that is not coming through. Uh, Chelsea drops another match, this time at Stamford Bridge to Bournemouth. Uh, yeah, this one, I mean, Chelsea played a lot like Burnley in this one. There was a ton mm. of pointless possession, maybe a couple of quality shots, but I mean, it really felt like I was watching Burnley. They were mm. just passing around, acted like they wanted to find the final pass, but never could. And maybe if they had someone like Christian Pulisic, they might have found that extra spark up front, but it was an awkward game for Chelsea and ultimately Brentford capitalized when it mattered most. Yeah, yeah another another tale of two halves because Chelsea did uh, – they possessed, but again, like you're saying, they're, they squandered the chances they did produce. I mean, Raheem Sterling, we, we think most noticeably of by with that shot that he <laughs> – that he Raheem Sterling. Um, uh, and then and – then, yeah, Brentford gets back into it in the second half there with their with their two two nice goals there. Uh, well, they had the one in the fifty eighth, and they they came out real strong in the second half. Got that goal in the fifty eighth, and really then sat back trying to just solidify that victory, get the points. And they get a little bit of cherry on top there with the ninety plus six by Mbemo. Mbemo. Uh but it hey good good result for Brentford. All becoming an all too typical result for Chelsea this season. Uh, you know, you you said that it was going to take them to the new year to figure things out. Hopefully, at this point, I mean, we're still at the hopefully stage. Not looking great. They did have some injuries that they picked up going into this match that that didn't help things out for sure. But it was yeah. they had like was that this match? Uh, I think I'm thinking. No, yeah, yeah. They they came in with three changes to the team from when they drew Arsenal uh, last last match day, but that was mostly because of injuries. Uh, this so, was a big one, though. I mean, Brentford now leapfrogs Chelsea yeah. in the table, so that was a pretty big mid table mid table game. Yeah, definitely big for them. Uh, I did get this one right. I thought that Chelsea would lose. You had it as a two two draw, so you know. Oh, oh! By the way, you did have a perfect pick there on the Tottenham match. You did have that two to one exactly. So good job Almost. on that. Yeah. Uh, and then we'll go to one that really, really got out of hand. Really got out of hand here. Arsenal five zero drubbing of Sheffield United with an Enkedia hat trick. Yeah, I, I didn't think Sheffield played horrible in the first half. I felt like they. Had good structure. They played pretty mm-hmm. defensively. Obviously, the 28th-minute goal, not ideal for Sheffield to let go. I didn't think they played terrible. Then in the second half, they played like Sheffield United. Yeah. It it was wild. I mean, it could have been worse than 5-0. It was pretty bad in that second half, but hats off to Arsenal for converting. Yeah, it is a very, very good result for them. Boy, I'm trying to read my handwriting here. Uh, oh, I wrote that on the wrong line, so that's why it doesn't make any sense. 
That should be down on the Aston Villa note. Sheffield United, zero shots on target, which is just, you can't be doing that as a Premier League. Yeah, kind of, tell, kind of tells you how, what the match was about there. Um, yeah. That is, it really wasn't very good. And Kenny, in the hat trick itself, he had some very nice goals. I had one mm-hmm. where it was a real nice, one of my favorite things, you know, the hip swivel there at the top of the, and then the, top of the box. Get those hip swivel. It's going <laughs> as crazy as my lights right now. Um, <laughs> I'm just having a rave party here uh, and really making up for Gabby Jesus being out. Uh, so we'll see if he can yeah. carry through that, uh, that spark through to the next match. Who do they have up next? Who do they have up next? That Arsenal side. Newcastle. Newcastle. Hey, that'll be, that's not going to be super easy. Um, speaking of, uh, we'll get to them in a second. First, we got to, we got to do this one. Bournemouth and Burnley. Uh, it, it did happen. Uh, poor Burnley, you know, starting off like, yeah, we're up 11th minute looking so good. And then, and then, and then it just kind of petered out from there. Bournemouth coming back just not, not that long later, 22nd minute to their 11th. Um, I think it was 22nd, right? Yeah, 22nd minute. And then it, most of the action was going Bournemouth's way at that point. Yeah, this one, honestly, again, kind of felt like two high-level championship teams going at each other. Mm-hmm. Didn't really feel like a Premier League game. Uh, but yeah, Burnley, they just cannot catch a break. They finally get an early goal, and it looks like they're going to dominate. And then they Burnley themselves. So... It's on them for losing. They had the they had the lead. Yeah, it's supposed to protect those when you get them. Uh, but now we'll get down to the one. Uh, my Wolves and Newcastle. Oh, uh, and we both. Well, you got that one right because you said Burnley was going to win. I said they were going to draw. I was mad because for a while there it was one to one, and then it wasn't. So I got it wrong. Uh, my Wolves come out of there with a point. Come out of there. We hold down home court, get that point against Newcastle. Really gutsy point here by by my Wolves coming back um, from down twice in the match. Uh, mm-hmm. The big news coming out of this one, though, really, uh, though, is Neto going down with that hammy. I, I mm-hmm. have not seen how long they project him to be out, but that is he, – he, at the time of the match, was – leading the Premier League with seven assists so far this season. And I am not looking forward to playing matches without him. Yeah, I don't know what it was, but I told you after Wolves beat City, that was going to be their spark. And since then, I don't think they've lost. I think they've gotten the point out of every match. Yeah, this is... uh, We are unbeaten in five now, I believe is where we are. Which I'll take every day out of the week. Uh... Yeah, very wet though. The conditions were rather rather miserable, I must say. Uh, not mm. great looking there, but very good result for my wolves. Uh, and that wraps up our Saturday action. We then move on to Sunday, Sunday, Sunday. Starting off with, oh, what a wonderful match here. West Ham and Everton. You know, I said I always think West Ham is better than they are. That's going to be tough to do now. That's going to be tough to do because I do not think West Ham is very good at all at this point. They, I mean, they're a team that, you know, beat Aston Villa, I think, 3-1. to one. 
they beat another good quality team. Yeah. Then they lose to Everton one to zero and never really challenged a goal. No. This was really weird. I don't know West Ham. I don't think they know who they want to be. I really don't. Whereas Everton is kind of on the opposite end of the spectrum. This is a, a sudden resurgence from them. Um, mm-hmm. Now that they've – yeah, West Ham's on three straight losses across all competitions at this point. And now Everton is – is uh, what, what are they up to? I think this was um, – I lost my line there, but it was a good result for them. I mean, it wasn't a great match to watch, mm-hmm. <laughs> but you know, if you're from Everton, you're you're happy about it. Yeah, Everton have won three of the last five. There it is. The other two were losses, but nine points out of fifteen is really good for an Everton yeah. side, especially when they were going into that stretch with having one point previously. You know, <laughs> now they're up at ten points. So flipping around your season that fast is a is a welcome relief. Uh, considering we have one team, I'm looking at you guys out there, Sheffield, still on a single point so far this season. Who? Um, yeah, but it was, it certainly was one of the matches this weekend. Uh, moving on to Aston Villa and Luton Town. Luton Town, uh, boy, they were lucky to get a goal here because they didn't even earn it. <laughs> It was an own goal put in off the back of the goalkeeper there. Um, yeah, this is Which is his like third own goal in the last twelve games. Strangely, it's a, it's been a lot for a lot in there. This is actually Luton's worst start ever across all four leagues of English football that they've had. Uh, I mean, good good for them. I don't know. It's like we've done well, but. Considering that that you're not the worst in the Premier League, even so far this season, that says some good things about you. Uh, but now uh, Villa's all the way up at 22 points. This is uh, this this was a crazy one here. This is uh, their. Hold on, I, I feel like this is the wrong stat. I'm just not even gonna say it. It's something about 12th straight at Villa Park. 12th straight victory at Villa Park. Is that true? I can't Let's see remember. what their form. Uh, I mean, their form is pretty ridiculous. Their form is in the last five, they've won four out of five, and they drew the other one. It wouldn't shock me if they're unbeaten because they've been playing extremely well at home. I'm gonna, I'm gonna control F this thing and figure it out. Yep, there it is. There it is. Twelfth straight Premier League victory at Villa Park. So, wow. I mean, I was talking about how uh, I was talking about last se- last week how uh, uh, my Wolves typically do well. Molyneux, listen. Just go ahead and take Villa money line at at Villa Park because they're probably wow. good for it. Apparently, yeah that that's a crazy stat. I mean, it, at least in those twelve matches, I'm sure they played a good team. So yeah, this uh, this match probably could have been worse. For Luton sure. actually played defensively pretty well, um, but it it could have been a lot worse. Three one feels right. Yeah, it's definitely definitely a good result for a, a a a an expected but still good result for Villa. They continue to cruise, uh, sitting on twenty two points already. I mean, they are feeling good about this season. Luton, listen, nice to know you, Luton. Maybe we'll see you later on, but I don't think you're going to make more than one season up here in the Prem for now. Uh, then we move down to a real shocking match. I thought Brighton Fulham one one draw. Uh, neither of us have got this right because we 
it was, we thought that Brighton would have this one in the bag. Um, but maybe they got a little bit of a hangover from losing to City, right? Is that right? Their previous match was against City? I can't remember exactly. Hold on, I got the notes all right here. Uh, I think they played Liverpool. No, they, they played City last. Oh, yeah, that's right. That's right. Uh, but yeah, it's it wasn't a great one from Brighton. Um, and looking at it now, it all makes sense because Brighton has never beaten Fulham across all seven Premier League matches they've played against each other. Never beaten them. Wow. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, this one, I mean, it was one of those classic... Pep Guardiola Barcelona matches. Mm-hmm. I mean, 823 passes, 72% possession. Seems a bit excessive. It felt like Brighton had the ball the entire match and they had purposeful possession, but like mm-hmm. Fulham just, I mean, they capitalized and they held. Like it felt like neither team was really better than the other besides some possession here and there. So Fulham played a good match. Yeah, they they deserve the point. I mean, they were they hung in there and and got it. And you know, uh, maybe I should respect Fulham more going forward. Anthony Robinson with that great line clearance there to save the match, save the point. That was fantastic on his part. That's right. Jedi. Him and Tim Ream next to each other, just chilling out. Hopefully, Tim Ream doesn't break himself again. Anyway, uh, that finishes up this one, and then we get to I should have just. Oh, uh, by the way, we both missed the Everton one. We both missed this one. We both got the Villa one. Uh, nice. Oh, we both missed my Wolves because I thought they would lose. You thought they would win, and they ended up drawing. Uh, moving on to the match, I should have just picked straight up. I picked I picked Nottingham Forest to win, but Liverpool, I guess they figured it out. Uh, 3-0 victory over Nottingham Forest. Wasn't particularly close. Could have been worse, to be honest. Yeah, I mean, not not much to say. It was a pretty classic top and mid-table game. And yeah, 3-0, could have been 5-0, but there's really not much to say. I mean, Jota, Nunez, they, they were all scoring. Everybody got a piece there. Everybody got a piece. Uh, yeah, yeah. Our picks for Sunday were hot garbage. Right? We did not do very well on that day. But we both got this next one, right? Man City 3-0 over United. Um, This was crazy. Okay, this one's crazy. This was the first PK that City have been awarded ever at Old Trafford. Really? Yeah. Conspiracy theory much? That's a wild fact. I would not have pegged that. I know, right? It's like, well, yeah, I mean, thinking about it, yeah, it makes sense. They never want to give City anything against United, but they're like, okay. United's not good anymore, so maybe we'll maybe we'll call this one straight. Yeah, that's a crazy fact. I mean, we've scored a lot of goals in Old Trafford, so this one, I mean, it felt like as I watched it, most of United's early chances were the result of City's bad passing. Mm-hmm. It wasn't like United created them. It was a City bad pass here and there, but ultimately Holland showed what they missed out on. And then, I mean, his second goal, he's unmarked at the back. Yeah. There is no one around him. You can't leave him unmarked. He's going to no. score. Uh, and then Foden had a great goal at the end. So it it felt like 3-0. Second half, City played well enough. It could have been worse. But Yeah, yeah. 
It was, I'm still shocked that Ten Hag is their manager. <laughs> yeah, and it's it, it it barely even felt like like a, a rivalry match to be honest. Like it was truly just City did outclass United throughout essentially the whole evening, um, and you know taking full points away, keeping up there, keeping pace with Tottenham. Uh, as strange as that is to say, I think this is like the latest that Tottenham have ever led the Premier League in a season or something like that. No, no. or most point, it's something like the earliest that they've done something. I can't remember. Uh, did I write it down? I will say this is the first City United match in a while where they've gotten into a fight. So that made me feel better. At least there's something. Well, United have to. United had to give the fans something to not, you know, walk like walk out mid match for. Still, they probably yeah. did, but uh, but yeah. In the end, in the end, we had a fine. Uh, we had a fine week of picks. Both ended up five and five. You Ooh. got a one perfect pick. I didn't get any this week. I was off. I was off my game. I was off my oh. game. But uh, yeah, I I think that. We are starting to get a good shakeout of, of what to expect for the season. Um, some good matches coming up here shortly, uh, but we will get to those later this week when we break down match week 11 uh, coming up later this week. So tune in for that. Uh, and that is the week that was match day 10. Any other points of emphasis that you want to hit before we get out of here? No, no, I... It was a pretty straight up week. Some results were shocking. Some were great. You know, some three hour results at least were pretty great. So, yep, sure enough. All right. Well, as we say back in the home country, why don't you go ahead and grab some coffee, watch some soccer, and we'll see you on Friday on Goal.